Hi, I'm Kim Rickards, professional superglue and co-creator of Manifest. Manifest is a global platform with a vision to empower professionals of color to make connections and build intentional community to manifest careers, dreams, and goals. In this podcast, we will nurture, inspire, connect, and elevate our listeners through relevant stories and conversations. Now, let's Manifest. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Less Man Feast. Today, I am joined by brand building, revenue generating, partnership developing, luxury and boutique hotel sales and marketing vet, turned speaker, teacher, leader, Glenda Lee. Glenda is committed to corporate and um, professional personal growth for others, and she's doing this through the soul of the travel and tourism industry. And Glenda actually created the boom theory and integrated approach to creating business expansion through future-proofed leadership, tactical marketing, and consumer experience design. And she founded TVT Hospitality, which we're going to talk about a little bit today. And that's a leading woman-owned and operated hospitality consultancy headquartered in DC. So I'm glad that I got a chance to chat with Glenda while she's on the road. She is making her tour, impacting change and just putting all her seeds of greatness out there in the universe. And I'm glad that we have this opportunity today to chat. So Glenda, welcome to Let's Manifest. Thank you so very much, Kim. I am so thrilled to be part of this podcast and honestly sharing your energy. When we first intersected, um, your energy was was undeniable. So I'm, I'm pleased to be here to just vibe off of you. So let's go. Yeah, girl, we're going to be vibing for sure. And before <laughs> we before we, we get into some some fun to break up, you know, our monotony in the day, because I'm sure you probably already have some meetings and such because you're a busy woman. Um, I want the listeners to remember to leave their reviews for this podcast. That's how Glenda and I know that you are vibing with us, right? We want mm-hmm. listeners to definitely share what they're learning and to also share this with others as well. Don't be selfish, you know, spread the love, spread the love. Um, Glenda, we want to start with this game of this or that. Have you played that before? I taught it to my children. You taught it to those adults, but yes, I taught it to my (laughs) students. You taught it to your students. So that means that you, you know how to do this. I'm all in. Let's go. All right. So here we go. The first one is stuffed animals or dolls. Oh, Mm-hmm. Stuffed animals was my first thought because I had such a collection, but the dolls, the dolls meant something. They they <laughs> really were the early models of, of practicing hair techniques and maybe I took <laughs> dolls way too far, but that's what I did when I was younger. So I'm going to have to go with dolls. You're going to go with dolls? All right. What In about- this moment, I'll go with dolls. Yep. What about pancakes or waffles? Waffles, mm-hmm. Belgian waffles, Ooh, liege Belgian waffles with the sugar crystals mm. that just pop in your mouth. Girl, yes, now you got me hungry because the next one is hot <laughs> chocolate or coffee. Coffee, like I just had with a shot of Jameson. You know what? <laughs> Morning or evening? Evening, definitely. Mm-hmm. Library or museum? Museum. I, I don't like being shushed. 
I like something a little more lively, interactive. Um, yeah, and I like my learning to be experiential. I don't like reading what somebody else wrote. I, I could feel that. What about French or Spanish? Ooh, mon chéri. Oh. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. know what French? Well, I only know Spanish, so I'm be like, French, Spanish for me, but this is not about me. This is about you. So the next one. So, is- well, globally, Spanish. My French teacher lied and told me that French was going to be the international language for business. So I studied French. Uh-huh. I enjoy the romance of it. But then after high school graduation, I was like, that's a setup. Everybody that was a setup. Spanish. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There you go. Spanish. Spanish is the is the language. But French is also up there as well. But um, what about summer or winter? Mm. Summer, hands down. I was yeah. born in the winter, but mm-mm. any excuse to be in a bikini? Yeah, that's me. So summer, 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 summer. The last one is McDonald's or Burger King. Mm -hmm. Well, Burger King right now, my initial response was because I don't really do fast food, but Burger King has the meatless option that's great for my parents. And Mm -hmm. um, that's just a thing that we do now. It's almost a ritual. Mm -hmm. Whenever I take my parents out, yep. I take them to go get a Beyond Burger. So it's, it's a little more of an emotional thing than like, do I really want to eat that? Right. <laughs> so we'll go with Burger King. But that's, right. that's what branding is about, right? It's not always the product. Sometimes it's simply the emotion that is generated from whatever it is that you're selling. Exactly. Well, Did that as, segue? you sure, you sure <laughs> did. I was like, you know, we <laughs> learned that, you know, branding is about the emotional connection and we know now that you and your parents go to Burger King to get your, well, for them to get their Beyond Burger. We know that you like Belgian waffles with the crystal sugar, but what are three other things people may not know about you? Oh, that they may not know about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so I got to think about this. I, I wish... I could swim better. So I don't think I would drown and die, but I do wish that I could swim like an Olympic athlete. Mm. That is absolutely one. I'm agree with you with that one. Swimming is still on my list of things to complete learning, learning yeah. how to swim. Yeah. Not just, you know, so I don't die. I wanna be, I wanna be truly aquatic. I wanna just do it gracefully um so maybe along that line mm-hmm. um I wish I could sing so like Patti LaBelle is playing in the background right now and I wish I could sing God probably kept that away from me because I would be way too arrogant in these streets <laughs> I would be singing my messages and not even speaking to people regularly so I wish I could sing um, so that's something I don't think too many people know about me because I'm actually surrounded by artists and musicians. And so it appears like, oh, well, she must be in that. No, I'm just here because I know a lot of people, not because I can perform. Um, something else people may not know about me. So my most intimate friends know this and they use me for it. I love to cook, Kim. Mm. I absolutely love to cook. Cook, Cooking is my love language. Um, With cooking, 
and, and beyond just the, the preparation of it, but the food selections, the flavor, marriage, the, the, the experience of sharing a meal together is important to me. I think that that is a lost art in this day and time where we're always so quick and fast and popping around. Like you even said, I'm zipping into Atlanta and I'm zipping out on Friday, but when you're able to have intimate time with friends, family, or just people that you're just meeting, you can learn a lot through what flavors mm-hmm. are presented and enjoyed. So I was, I was being honest, but the, the Jameson thing we were laughing about, um, there's a flavor profile that goes with whiskey and coffee first thing in the morning on a Wednesday. <laughs> um, you can tell something for, about people when you understand what they appreciate through food. Right. Well, food is a connector as well, um, yeah. which is which is the play on the podcast name, right? Let's manifest because mm-hmm. the the idea around manifestation should be that you you are feasting on mm-hmm. all the good things that you have brought to your visual table. Um, but for podcast purposes, this is, this is the table that I'm bringing people to so mm-hmm. that we can connect over the feast, the food, right? The food of thought, the food of collaboration and all the rest of that stuff. So yeah, it has a way of, of doing that food that is really well, Kim, people together. I'm ready for every morsel. You're ready for every morsel? Well, how you share some advice you would tell 16-year-old Glenda? Say that again. What would I tell 16-year-old Glenda? Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, sit down. <laughs> um so that that is not misinterpreted here's a little quick bit of backstory when I was 16 I'd already graduated from high school and I was released onto Howard University's campus in the 1990s so put that in perspective you have Puffy on campus, you have Biggie on campus, you have every affiliated artist on campus, you have Black music as a whole and its associated cultures becoming a thing, becoming the hot, and you can bleep what I want to say, but you know, it's the hot thing. Right. And I'm 16. I am a native Washingtonian, so it's not like I was out of my element per se Uh but the element was changing so fast so quickly and becoming diverse and, and, and changing from the pop of the 80s where everything was Madonna driven or something like that where we were it like we were we were the shiz uh-huh. but I'm 16 coming from a private school of mixed races and cultures and things like that. Now I'm black, be black, all black at the Mecca of blackness. Right. <laughs> well, all these beautiful people and beautiful ideas. Um, so I would tell 16 year old Glenda to sit down in that all of this that you are experiencing is wonderful. Balance it. Mm. So that the social aspect that you're soaking up is balanced with the academic component. Oh, which, yeah, that's what you're in school for. 
Mm-hmm. So at 16, I was also a top performer in high school. I got to Howard University. I was like, mm, I'll come back to this academic stuff. I know I'm smart, but I'm trying to figure out who am I socially? Where do I fit in this landscape of right. all of this that's developing? I, I don't need you to convince me that I can test well. I know that. But how do I do in this space of culture? Um, so yeah, balance, sit down and balance yourself, girl. That's what I want to tell myself. But you know, I, I like that because my question, and I feel like at 16, I didn't have that much balance either. I don't think any 16 year old really has that much balance. So it is good Mm -hmm. to, to actually give that advice to be balanced and help put things into perspective. But Mm -hmm. the fact that you were in a quote unquote adult setting Uh at such a young age, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's hard, but it did, girl, you just segueing into all of the conversation (laughs) because it does make me want to know, you know, in terms of your, your career at Howard, Mm -hmm. was, was your experience there more so like, the reason why you went into the industry you went into like I really want you to talk about that because I do want to know why you chose to stay locally and attend Howard and then if by staying locally by being in the mix with all these cool things happening that actually shaped your future and your career path so the very quick answer first answer my mom second answer indirectly so I'll explain Mm -hmm. 16 coming out of high school um I wanted to go to Chicago study art my dad was like okay let her do her my mother was like absolutely not she's 16 she looks 13 she's not gonna get ate up by these people in the streets you're gonna be home and you need to figure out where you're gonna go how about Howard and I was like well, thanks, I mean, Mom. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's my choices? Right. American? Eh. GW? Nah. Okay, fine. We'll do Howard, I guess, right? Because mm-hmm. um, another another thing of growing up in the nation's capital, you don't really recognize how much opportunity really is there and how much people clamor to be part of Howard University and, and other entities in the District of Columbia, right? Mm-hmm. So I totally took that for granted. Howard was just a landmark going uptown from Southeast to Northwest. Anyway, so my mother was the reason why I ended up at Howard because she wanted me close to home. Now, I totally immersed myself in that space, love it, great. I went because I wanted to become a high-powered advertising executive. I wanted to move to, yep, I wanted to move to Chicago, New York, or LA. Atlanta was a little bit on the radar because of Coca-Cola. And I really wanted to create campaigns that were reflective of culture. So connect this with the dolls. In the late 80s and early 90s, we were finally getting makeup brands. We were finally getting dolls like with Mattel Mm. um, and and other representation. Um, I wanted to continue what was started in that time and continue to make sure that our color was represented in many, many brands, whether it was a Coca-Cola or Hewlett Packard at the time and, and other brands at that time. I wanted to make sure that 
there was rep representation. I stepped out of school to work at a hotel, the Capitol Hilton at 16th and K Street, not far from campus. Um, but I intended to work there for six months to pay off a, a tuition balance, and I never left. So that's how I diverted when I was speaking about staying on track academically. I don't really fault myself for not graduating on time because the diversion took me into this industry of hospitality and tourism. So I started working at the front desk, totally on the operations side with the hotel. Again, thinking I would be there just for six months. I was going to finish out that last semester and go on to pack my bags and fly across the country and build these beautiful multicultural campaigns, la, 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 la. I end up in hotels, um, loving the interaction with people that I have not yet met. I don't like to call people strangers until you prove yourself to be odd. Right. I don't, I, I see strangers or new people, not as strangers, but friends you haven't met yet. So I enjoy being expo exposed to people from, oh my gosh, some of our notables in Black history who would come through for certain programming, and the people from quite the opposite landscape, like the Daughters of the American Revolution that would check in and tell me to my face, I'm a pretty one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I enjoy the space of learning, going back to your question about books or museum, learning through experience, talking with people of different backgrounds. Um, and so I just, every six months, I gain different opportunities, promotions and such that I just never left the hospitality industry. It sucked me in, but it also had parallel to what I wished, what I was studying in school. So I just had a practical application for what I was learning through my coursework. And I decided to stay here and get paid to learn. Right. Instead of versus paying to learn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you are ready and here I am. financial freedom. You better go ahead, girl. <laughs> Thank daddy for that. <laughs> You're like, I'm not about to be tied down post-graduation, which is smart. Just very smart because, you know, many, many people, even those listening could agree to the fact that or attest to the fact that they left school after all the fun they had and now they're in debt. And they're like, how I'm about to pay for the for all these grands and grands, but hopefully mm -hmm. Uncle Joe pardons us with uh, those student loans. I'm like, come on now and release this debt. But um, there you go. So fingers crossed there. But I definitely thought that. Yep. Yeah, and you know, as you talk about wanting to be this advertising exact you, you somewhat i would say you still have it in you because you created boom theory right so you're creative experiences and conduit of good energy and i'm wondering if you took that desire and applied it so even though you moved you know into hospitality and that's been the focus has it been that when you created and TBT Hospitality that you were still bringing in that desire of the advertising? Like, was it still there? What What was that about? Absolutely, Kim. I tell people all the time, whether you've known me for 
two minutes or two years or 20 years, I'm the same person. So that same love of creating beautiful things and sharing messages through advertising, whether it's, it's the concept or the actual design of it, remains in what I do with the boom theory. So one component of the integrated approach that we have for our clients is to create killer consumer experiences. A second component is also that tactical marketing. So I choose those descriptions because you can have a consumer experience, right? But if it's not moving, if it's not creating emotion, if it's not making you want to tweet or, or gram about it, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. And then the tactical marketing, we, we took this approach even before pandemic, but here we are um, in the midst and coming out of a pandemic and, and businesses are finding success and being really tactical. So not talking about these theories of marketing, but getting gritty with it, where knocking on doors works, texting people works, calling friends, getting one-on-one -on -one referrals um, works, and, and relying less on billboards and ads on the Super Bowl to tell you what to do. There's really more of a trust in um, personal well, what do we call it now? Influence, influencers. Um, so the things that I wanted to do when I desired to be this high-powered advertising executive, I'm going to show my age, like on the show, Who's the Boss? <laughs> oh, my God. Randomly. I have to. Right? I don't have, I don't mean to interrupt, but randomly, I was just watching Who's the boss? The other right? that was my jam. I was just back watching. Then, yes, girl, yes. back then, right now, right now. I'm like, <laughs> I was just watching it on um, IMBDTV, apparently. Uh huh. And I was like, let me let me see what's uh -huh. going on with this. And uh -huh. I literally sat there and watched two seasons of Who's the Boss. Right, yeah. right. So, and I, back then, I thought that was an interesting view of being this high-powered woman, mm -hmm. right, with this guy who's taking care of home, right. and you're having to raise kids as well. So even as a 14, 15, 16-year-old, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Again, Shane looked like me, though. Right. Yeah. So um, that intent to do those things and for those reasons is absolutely here living and breathing in 2021 yes so 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 true so now as we, we start to learn a little bit about the why i want mm -hmm. to know what one word yeah just give me one that describes tbt hospitality and then after you give me your one word i want to know how it started how it's going i want you to take us through that journey Okay, in a word, gritty. Ooh. All right. All right. I mentioned that uh, or a version of that word a little earlier, and that came from its conception. TBT Hospitality was really bounced around between one of my best friends in life, 
now business partner and I, um, his background is marketing. He's heavy, heavy, heavy on the experiential marketing side. And then I'm just as heavy on the hospitality side. And for years, we would travel, go places, dine, and become frustrated because just to be perfectly honest, certain areas, regions, or in DC parts of the Beltway, the service was different than when we went to other places. And that was frustrating because we wanted to, be, before circulating dollars became popular, we thought it was very important to financially support businesses that are owned and operated by people that look like us. Right. At the same time, particularly coming from a hospitality background where, you know, all things hospitable and from a marketing background where things got to look good, sound good. When we would walk into our spaces and it didn't look good, mm. you ain't talking to me right. Right, right. You ain't pouring me no water. Like, these are the simple things. Rather than complaining about it, we were just kicking around ideas of, you know, what would it look like to help change that? And so the concept, which is now TBT Hospitality, was born from that. What are we going to do to change what we don't like? And so... Initially, that was me just being a mentor for certain folks in the industry. Their reach wasn't broad enough. And then I transitioned into teaching. And so that's helpful in preparing a next generation. But what about the restaurant I want to go to right now, where if they just turn the freaking music down and we can have a conversation or, or something just as simple as that, what are we doing for them so they can exist? And so that's when um, he and I figured out this space of TBT Hospitality, where we would be more than just coaches, but really teaching hospitality-related businesses the importance of what we saw, we are um, experienced in building, and making it easily accessible for them. I say that because big brands, they have resources for training, for marketing. They have whole departments led by EVPs. Right. Auntie's waffle shop does not. Mm -hmm. Auntie has my little cousin who's, you know, also going to school and working or whatever the case is. So the need is there, but the resources were not. So TBT came out of the desire to support our business primarily, but you know, we work with everyone, but support our businesses and leveling up the experience that consumers have so that that immediately turns into revenue that sustains our businesses and builds legacy for our community. Mm. Big idea, right? You got a Sag and an Aquarius behind this thing. We stay in a big idea mode. So um, that's how it was born. And since, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, since pandemic, that concept became even more necessary. And so that's where we are right now. Wow. This journey, this journey, I'm telling you, it's like you don't think of it when you're starting but no. as you 
grow and as you're in it, you start to see really where you can really implement the change. And the more you start to see it, I think the ideas get even bigger because you're like, oh, we could do that. We could do that. Mm -hmm. And we could do that. And and the reality is you can do it and you will do it. But I want to know, especially for those that are like you, right? Or those that are like you and I, because I am a person that operates out of the same big idea Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. viewpoint. And I'm like, as you said, you were like, Aquarius says energy. And I'm like, I'm going to just throw the Gemini energy in there as well, because I Ooh, do that. Girl. <laughs> we, as, as Gemini's, we tend to be those that are like, this is what we want. This is how it's mm-hmm. going to happen. So on and so forth. But for those that are listening, they may not realize that a lot of what we want and a lot of what we put our, our mind to, and as much mm-hmm. as our intentions are pure and they are in the right place, Sometimes you get these lessons, right? Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. some lessons you didn't expect, but you appreciate them in the long run. And I want to know what yes. are some lessons you didn't see coming, but you do appreciate now? I somewhat spoke to it earlier. So this is a great way for me to expound. For some years, and again, put this in context. This is Cosby Show, a different world. Everybody has their sweatshirts with their universities and such I kind of beat myself up about not graduating on time Mm. and not going according to the script like I'm middle class black educated I should be at this point this that and the third I should be graduated I should have masters I should be married I should have 2.5 children I should have a dog you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Although that never really fit. So the lesson that I um, received and, and now totally live is you have your own time, girl. Right, right. There's no script that you have to adhere to. Are there maybe, is there maybe an outline? Sure. Is are there goals? Absolutely, but do you have to do it that way? Nah, not at all. Nope. Forgive yourself, relieve yourself of that. Bang it out the way that you know how and be good with that. Right, right. So that's my lesson to myself, and that's what I would share to anyone listening. If you ever feel like because I hear some of my peers, I should be, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm almost 50, blah, blah. I should be, I should be, or I did this, I shouldn't have done that. Stop beating yourself up. Just Ooh, stop it. Just have some stop. grace. Yeah, give yourself the grace. Give yourself the same grace that you probably extend to others. I had to slow that down because some people don't, but <laughs> give yourself the grace that you give to others. Right. Right. And that's a message for me as well, because sometimes I, I get into that, like, oh man, you should have did this. You should have done that. But then I am often that person that also checks myself too. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. you, what's for you is for you. Your time is your time. Right. So, and that sounds so cliche, right? Kim? Right. Right. It's, it's almost like you're contradicting yourself, but you're not mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's a level of peace that comes when you really do embrace the fact that your mm-hmm. time is your time. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, we all have the aunties, the church mamas. Girl, you ain't no kids yet. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <sighs> right. Find your response to them too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just move on. Just be just be confident in what you are delivering to the world, to the universe, to your community, to your family, and do that thing. Just do that thing. Right. Whatever that thing is. Absolutely. Whatever that thing is. And 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 I'm gonna just throw a little add into Glenda's do that thing. Do it. <laughs> with purpose and intention because sometimes when people do things it's raggedy we don't want you to do it raggedy Mm -mm. want Mm -mm. you to intentionally set out to do this purpose-filled work and make sure that you're bringing your best self and 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 sometimes you know it's hard it's hard to stay motivated it's hard to to take advice it's hard to you know be inspired and to remain inspired so Mm -hmm. As we wrap, I want to know, what's your advice for those people? For the people who need to stay inspired and tap into, go ahead. All those people, all those people that's like, Glenda, I'm loving everything that you're saying. (laughs) I I just, I'm not motivated, sis. I'm not feeling it today. I'm not feeling it. You know, like, what's the advice for them? Because they are passionate. They they Mm want to pursue this project that's on their heart but they're like so it's the same advice that i give myself one day somebody's gonna catch me talking to myself and be like this (laughs) but truly i speak to myself as i speak to others when i say get to your why again that sounds very cliche but when you really understand why you want to do a thing and be completely honest. Are you doing it for the gram? Are you doing it for the likes? Are you doing it for the church mamas to say you're such a wonderful young lady? Are you doing it to impress a potential mate? Are you doing it for your kids to have something to look at? And none of these are necessarily wrong, right? But why are you doing it? Just be completely authentic with that. And then once you wrap your arms around your why, then live up to it. If you are doing it for the gram, girl, you better contour that faith. You better get them edges right and give the gram everything. Just do that. Right. If you're doing it for a mate, okay, that's fine. Do that too. Figure out. I mean, I don't know if you talk to that guy that's 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 gone uh, <laughs> viral with telling women what they need to do. I mean, get on his show. Do that. Do that if that's what you want to do. If you're here to create something, and this is what my intention is, is to create something that empowers and and strengthens and deepens and broadens our community. Then tap in and forget about what everybody else is doing so if your girl is on the 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 do it for the gram then let her do that and you do you and don't compare right Right. comparison if your other girl is in it to get married to a high net worth individual then okay let her do it jump on the jet later while you do your thing like do you do you right whatever it is whatever it is however it is whatever it looks like 
and I'm not really a component of um, not changing when necessary. I hate hearing people say, well, this is just how I am and that's just how, you know, I think that's a cop out, but so I don't want to get those lines blurred when I say, do you? Um, and that could be another conversation since we're rapping, but um, right. no, totally do you. Whatever it is, do you. Whatever it is. And if you don't know who that is or what that is, take the time to find out. I yeah. went to a float therapy session. I don't know how many people are familiar with that, but you literally go to a spa where they turn the lights out, turn some music on or some ambient sounds, if you wish, and you just float for an hour. Oh, I like the sound of this. You're just in this salient environment where you're suspended, really. You can be in this pod where you become encapsulated and it's completely dark. I wasn't ready for that. I, I ain't ready for that. But <laughs> you're just in this space where the phone's not ringing. Nobody's mommy, 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 sis, none of that. And you could just think. I invite people to take more time to do that. If it's a float spa, if it's going to the beach, if it's sitting in a bathtub at home, like whatever it is, shut everything out and talk to yourself. It's okay. Talk to yourself. I mean, listen, that's the only way that you're going to get clear on, on mm -hmm. what self wants. You have to start, you know, being Be a friend to yourself. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You, you have mm -hmm. to. You got to get to know yourself before you even try to know others. And the mm -hmm. last question I have for you, what are you manifesting? Because you said a lot. So <laughs> what is it that you're manifesting? Oh, that's a wonderful question. Right now, I legitimately feel like I am manifesting growth for everybody who's on my team. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Here for it. It's crazy, though, and I'm sure some listeners can relate with this. When it actually starts to happen, it's kind of weird. You're going to have to set a time to talk about that. And when the things that you ask for actually begin to happen, right? you don't know what to do. We've been so coached so often to, to hustle and, and get it, like work for it and grind to get, try to get from good times to rap lyrics. Like we're, we're coached to get it, keep moving, keep going. But once you're there, right. what, you do? What, what do we do now? So make that a topic of conversation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we here now. What do we do? Right. What do we do? <laughs> and it's so true. When it starts to happen, it is scary. It is scary because you're like, wow, this is happening. But that's why you got to know yourself because you got to be ready. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you put things out in the universe, they will come. So be mm -hmm. them good or bad. They are coming. <laughs> they are yes, coming. Well, my love, thank you so much for joining Let's Manifest. This has been a good time. And I, agree. Um, I, I really hope you enjoyed spending your morning with us. Because like I said in the beginning, you are a woman on the move. So, Oh, my goodness. I have a whole production going on right behind me. They're texting and calling, looking for me. They I'll looking be for you. A second, sis. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Kim, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, you know, definitely.
definitely we will def we will do this again. And I think um, one of the things that I most loved about this, besides your energy, is the fact that there's so many tips and gems that you've dropped. And I had fun getting to know you, and I'm sure listeners did as well. So thank you again. But don't go yet, because. I just want to remind listeners before you head to the next episode of Less Manifest, don't forget to share this podcast, leave a review, follow Glenda on all socials listed in the show notes, stay connected to see her manifestations. And if you have any questions or, you know, you just want to send her a word to say thank you, I'm sure she would appreciate it, but let her know that you heard her story here. And until next time, girl, they're, they're going to be flooding your inbox. So we <laughs> talked about when it happens, be ready. So <laughs> be ready when it happens. But listeners, let's manifest. And thank you, Glenda. Thank you, Kim. This was a pleasure. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Manifest podcast. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Share this with your family. Share this with your friends. Share this with your colleagues. Just share this with your entire community. And until next time, let's manifest.